Do you hear that? Stop. Listen for a sec. That's the sound of background noise, and it's starting right now. Thank you so much for tuning in to Background Noise today. As always, I am super stoked for today's episode. We have an artist from Montreal, which I don't get a whole lot, so I'm super excited to talk to Eric here with his project, The Moon and I. It's a very chill, relaxed, kind of electronic style. Like When I was listening, it, the words that came to mind was almost like, ethereal like it's just very it's so chill and easy to listen to so this will be a great episode i always like to get the show started though eric i just like to let you tell me a little bit about yourself your journey with music this project kind of your little shtick with it yeah sure uh first of all thank you for having me this is uh i'm so excited it's my first podcast um so super stoked to be here uh, yeah, a bit about myself. I'm a solo indie singer, songwriter, and producer. I'm self-managed, pretty much do everything by myself. Uh, based in Montreal. Uh, music for me started when I was very young, when I was maybe like five or six, uh, started taking up classical piano. So that laid a solid foundation for like understanding music theory and composition that kind of went through everything else I'm doing now. Uh, more in the realm of pop music. Uh, yeah, I guess like the way you describe it, music's pretty spot on and pretty common. It's like ethereal, uh, it's kind of like moody, maybe alternative music. I get a lot of comparisons to like James Blake and Radiohead. Um, yeah, I'm pretty much, uh, I'm kind of a hermit. So I just stay home, make music and been racing it officially since 2020. Right on. And how did you come up with the name, The Moon and I? Cause I love that name. Yeah, I love that name too. It's, uh, it's, it's named after the song Moon Eye, which uh, I wrote uh, maybe like 10 years ago. I put up on Bandcamp by accident, kind of just testing the platform. Uh, this is way back in like 2011, 2012 or something. And then uh, at that time, a bunch of blogs just like started reposting it. And it went kind of viral through a lot of blogs in the UK. So I'm like, oh, wow, this is the first time someone's like a, a total stranger that's, you know, doing my music and resonating with it and sharing it. So uh, I kind of named myself after that. And that song, too, marked a different like change of direction musically. So, uh, yeah, that's how it came about. That's actually pretty cool. You know, let's actually start with that song as well, too, because you do have that one. And uh, it's also on your latest EP, Apperception. Why don't you tell me a little bit uh, about that EP? Yeah, Apperception. The name came about, I was kind of looking for a word that could describe uh, the process of like making sense of things, kind of like things happen and you're left with all these echoes of these, these events that happen in your life. You're trying to make sense of it and came across this word perception and it's, you know, it really just resonated with me. It's this philosophical idea of making sense of things by embodying it into like the tools you have inside your, yourself. So for me, it's like my tools are art making music and stuff. That's my healthy output of, you know, coping with things. So. The EP is a collection of all these songs, um, these events and things that happened in the past uh, years and kind of giving them shape, giving them form. Uh, so it's it's very therapeutic for me. And, and it, it goes through very various moods. Uh, uh, there's like pop songs, there's like electronic songs, there's like very intimate piano ballads. Uh, yeah, and it came out in September 29th. Right on. And I do, I love... I love the album as a whole. I know you released a lot of them as um, singles as well before you put put them all together uh, together in an album. Why don't you tell me a little bit more about the song 
Moon and I in particular, what it's about, where you were when you're writing. I know you said you wrote it a very long time ago. So if you can, if you can kind of remember, do share. Yeah, it's a long time ago. Uh, it was in a more darker period. Uh, my grandfather at the time was um, uh, not doing so, so well health-wise. Uh, so I was thinking a lot about you know life and death. Uh, at that time too, I just graduated from university. I wasn't sure, you know, where to go, where, what am I doing? So the song was kind of like sitting down, uh, and just letting it all out, uh, a stream of consciousness, uh, lyrics wise. Um, the first iteration was like maybe like 10 minutes long. It was me and an acoustic guitar and then kind of listen to it, try to find the right words, putting it together give instruction form. Um, so yeah, that, that's, that's pretty much like the, the conception of it. Uh, and then musically it was, I was in of James Blake at the time. So exploring synth and piano, and I was kind of discovering my own voice too, how to like, uh, emote properly and convey emotions. Um, so yeah, that, that was the, the first song where I was really proud of that came out and, and yeah, people really resonate with it. Cool. Yeah. Well, we'll spin that one right away that'll kick us off and then when we come back i'll talk a little bit more about some of the other songs uh off that latest ep um because you have a lot of music videos that go with them too and i must say i love the music videos but we will get into that in a little bit first here's moon eye
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. Thank you so much for tuning in to Background Noise today. We're sitting down with Eric and talking about his project, The Moon and I, kind of like an ethereal, very intimate, electronic. Like this music has a lot of emotion, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, we just listened to Moon Eye, but I do want to talk about some of the other songs off your latest EP, At Perception. One of the ones that I really liked, uh, I think you just re- re-released as a single recently, was Ocean Heart. Uh, the music video for that song was awesome. It was like a movie, and I love music videos that are like tiny movies. Why don't you tell me a little bit more about that? song in that music video yeah uh you know i'm so proud of that music video um we were lucky to get a grant trip uh we applied for a prison prizes mvp project uh it's a grant that helps emerging musicians and filmmakers connect and work on the project uh so for that one i was very lucky to have it um it was directed by karine dashney uh, and the executive producer was jordan lavery who also did the special effects on it and yeah i mean i met Karin through social media and kind of reached out to her cold, like, hey, um, you know, we, we both follow each other's work and we're fans of each other. And I asked her, would you like to apply to this grant with me? Uh, we got it. So uh, that's how that music video came about. Um, sonically, the song was about um, kind of like, it came, like I wrote about maybe started with like 10 years ago too, around the same time as all these other songs. And the first line came out, your heart is deeper than oceans. Kind of just blur it out. I didn't know what it meant. And then kind of tuck it away for a couple of years. Uh, and then later on, things happen in your life. Like, oh, I know what this means. And it's, you know, it's kind of like about a relationship where one person can't really commit. Um, like every relationship they have is kind of like another drop in their ocean heart. And it's trying to, so it's a song about this couple trying to reckon with, you know, the situation they're in and realizing, you know, this is not healthy. This is a toxic thing and trying to move on from it. Uh, so once that idea, you know, I knew what the song was about, finally, uh, the rest came very quickly, the chorus, the rest of the lyrics. And then I was, so I had this nice skeleton of a song and I tried production wise, like taking various directions, like jazz, rock song, uh, pure electronic, and it just wasn't clicking. So finally I reached out to Hypnotic Beats, this uh, multi-platinum producer, which I met at a, a song camp uh, at SoCan in Montreal. Um, it's the first time I worked with a, another producer on my own solo work. So I was kind of nervous and he was so cool. He was so chill and gracious and collaborative. And he landed like this awesome beat to it. Uh, Let me up to his name, Hypnotic Beats, uh, which tied everything together. It this nice, you know, moody atmosphere, haunting, beautiful contrasts like the, the floating vocals with like the, the more traditional classical piano lines. And there's also like these glitchy electronic beats. Um, yeah, I'm super proud of that one. Right on. Yeah, no, I think like the song itself is absolutely beautiful. And then just like with the music video, it tied together so well. Another song that you have a music video for as well that we'll talk about is Day In, Day Out, also off that EP. That was the one that I watched and I was like, his stuff is like ethereal because that was what that music video was giving to me. And then you also had a note in there as well 
the elephant rope, which I thought was such a cool story. I've never heard that story before. And so when I read it in the caption, I was like, wow, like it was super interesting. Um, So why don't you, why don't you tell me a little bit more about that music video and kind of the thing with the elephant rope? Yeah, the elephant rope story, basically, I think it's like this old Buddhist uh, type of story. Um, Basically, the story goes is like uh, an elephant, if you raise it, uh, as a, uh, when it's a child and you tie a rope around it, uh, you nail that rope to, you know, the ground, uh, it can't get away. So it, it's growing up, this small elephant, it's always thinking like, you know, I'm always chained here, I can't break free. So it's conditioned to, to, to stay one place. But eventually, you know, as it grows older, they can remove the rope and the elephant will still stay put because he's conditioned to think he can't break free. He thinks there's still this rope tying him to, to, to the ground. And so that's kind of like the initial idea for the, the music video It's kind of like, you know, we put these uh, limitations on ourselves. Um, we have these preconceived ideas, what we can do and can't do based on, you know, the way we were uh, brought up in life. And it's kind of like suggesting this idea that, you know, it's, it's all uh, constructing your mind. You can, you know, some of these things you can break free from and you, you have the, the power to, to do the things and, you know, pursue the things you want. Yeah, and you can definitely like feel that story in the music video when you watch it as well too. It was just a very like it was it was a cool music video because while there wasn't like a lot happening like special effects wise, like it didn't have the same movie vibe as Ocean Heart. It was still just a very like like dark and powerful music video. Uh, why don't you? Tell me a little bit about the music video. Yeah, the music video was kind of a shot in the dark. I, I found a, a filmmaker on Fiverr <laughs> and I reached out and I wrote like the treatment. Uh, I looked at her work. I referenced her work like she's a dancer and a filmmaker. So I, I took you know screenshots of the things, the moods I was kind of go, going for. Um, I storyboarded roughly the idea of like, OK, you're going to you're in this forest. Uh, you're going to see this floating um, scarf uh textile like red textile thing that symbolizes the, the elephant rope and it's going to latch onto you you're trying to break free um and you're going to try to kind of like uh, through this dance sequence show that you know you can free yourself from from these uh these shackles uh so you know it's a tall order i, like, I wrote this in an email <laughs> sent it off uh, with uh, storyboards and you know uh thankfully it came back awesome uh uh, super grateful for it. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of like the the way that music theater came about. I like it. I like it. Nah, real quick, we'll play Ocean Heart and Day In Day Out right away here. But why don't you tell me about the song Day In and Day Out first? Day In Day Out was probably the first song uh, I did after Moon Eye, and I actually yeah, Day In Day Out was the first song I released online, uh, and that one took forever because I was still learning music production. Also learning how to make things sound good. <laughs> so, uh, but that one's probably what I'm most proud of production wise because you have all these uh, glitchy beats. It's syncopated and you have, again, piano lines floating around and, uh, these, uh, ethereal vocals. Uh, and lyrically, the song was kind of like a stream of consciousness. Um, I think it was around 2020. So, you know, we were stuck inside day in, day out. 
trying to make sense of what's going on. Uh, you know, a lot of people were kind of like re-questioning what they're doing uh, in life. Uh, so that was kind of a reaction to that. And me thinking about things in the past, like, um, did, like, did I lose my muse? Did I lose touch with my creative side? My, uh, is this what I want to do with my life? Uh, kind of putting it on the song and just, uh, not holding back, you know, um, lyrically just let the stream of consciousness take its natural shape and form, try not to control it too much and then edit things afterwards, but just be free in the moment and let the music speak for itself. Beautiful. Let's spin those two songs, Ocean Heart and Day In, Day Out from The Moon and I. And then when we come back, I know we've been talking a lot about your EP, but I did find a couple songs that are not on it. Um, They're just singles on the Spotify, so I definitely want to talk about them quick. Uh, But first, here's Ocean Heart. Your heart is deeper than ocean.
Listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. Thank you so much for tuning in to Background Noise today. I hope you're enjoying this episode as much as I am. It's a very nice, chill, relaxed episode. I know sometimes we have very dancey ones, we have really loud ones, but this one is one of those chill episodes, and I'm really liking it so far. We're chatting with Eric and chatting about his project the moon and i we talked a lot about a lot of songs off his newest ep but there are a couple singles not on this ep from quite a while ago one's from 2020 and one's from 21 so i do want to talk about those quick the first one i found was shuffle which i do believe is technically the first one on spotify so why don't you tell me about that song yeah shuffle was uh written Probably ten years ago, it was before the moon, uh, before the moon eye song. It was uh, it was a different time, a different direction. Um, 
it was more like indie rock, indie pop. Um, so that, like in my head, um, the Moon Eye and Data, that's like marks the beginning of a new era and, and Shuffle is like this old era. It's still a really nice song. Um, I think at the time I was inspired by Arcade Fire, Coldplay. Um, it's like this rock song. It's uh, maybe like a power pop song. Uh, you got some pianos bashing in there, some guitars, some drums. Um, yeah, it's it's a really catchy song. Yeah, it definitely sounds a lot different than a lot of your newer stuff. And that's why I like digging so deep <laughs> into the Spotify archive is because I love seeing essentially where you guys have come from and how like musicians have progressed from their first song, however long ago it, it was made or released to, you know, what your latest EP has sounded like. It's always such a cool journey to listen to. Yeah, it's a deep cut. Thank you so much for digging that up. <laughs> and one of the other ones I dug up as well uh, was the 2021 single, Ivy. Why don't you tell me about that song? Oh, that one is a cover of Frank Ocean's Ivy which I had listening to like on like the, his album on repeat in 2016. And that song for me um, had like a, uh, an emotional connection, a reminder of something that I didn't want to listen to. <laughs> it brought up some, some, you know, memories, but so I decided to cover it. Uh, I put like a small clip on TikTok. People seem to have really enjoyed it. So I'm like, okay, let me, let me try to finish this, this song. Um, and then by, you know, making my own, uh, taking, like basically, I slowed it down to make like this moody piano and voice ballad. It's very intimate, um, very up close to the mic. It's very, you know, yeah, very intimate. And and by covering the song, I kind of reclaimed it for myself in a way. I think. And uh, since I've been able to listen to the original and this new one, uh, yeah. Awesome. Well, let's spin those two songs here will spin shuffle, and then his cover of Ivy. And then when we come back. We will bring it back to a bunch of the songs off of your latest EP. But first, here's Shuffle from 2020. Pull me out the safety pin Watch it all just crumbling Sticks and stones crazy break my bones But your words could build my home If I can't ask you one more thing Give it time I have always been too late Running round and round in fate With twisted tongues I sit and wait Until the day may come
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. Thank you so much for tuning in to Background Noise today. I hope you are enjoying the episode as much as I am. We're chatting with Eric about his project, The Moon and I. We're just talking about a couple of his older songs, which if you've listened to the show before, you know I always like to dig deep and find the oldest song because like just the progression is so fun to listen to. So I want to bring it back to the present. We're going to talk a little bit more about some of the songs off your latest EP. One of the ones that were released together because I really, I like them together. And I was wondering if there was a reason in particular that you released them together. And that was uh, Desolates and Keep With Me. Oh, yes. Uh, that's what's uh, keeping me was released uh, separately first, and I just again uh, combined with Desolates. Uh, mainly, it's like um, this day and age is like a marketing strategy. It's kind of like you release these singles, then you release them again, compile with the next one. It helps increase uh, listenership. Uh, but thematically, too, they're both like I listen to them back to back often as well. They're, they both have like, this moody, introspective, calm vibe. Um, and so, yeah, they, they play well back to back together as well. Um, I'd say for me, Desolates, in terms of like writing the songs, Desolates probably the, the most recent one, I think. And it's a short song. It's like a minute 39, I think. I tried to like expand it to like three minutes, make it bigger, but it just didn't really work. And it's like, you know what? The song wants to be a short song. It wants to be a short little like poetry. Uh, let it be what wants to be. Uh, and that song is basically about, um, as you get older, you know, you, you start losing your friends, you start losing connections to people, you know, in your life. Um, so it's kind of like this uh, reflection on this slow march of time um, that we're all part of. How eventually, you know, it kind of like desolates everything. Um, so that, that's one part of it. And one lyric that always gets me in that one is, uh, a moon desolates. And that to me personally, it's kind of like this, uh, this commitment to this music project. And like when you're so devoted to your craft, you know, you, you don't have time for everything. So sometimes you lose connections with people and you lose, you know, other things you want to pursue. So for me, that line once gets me as well. <laughs> and then, yeah, for the song Keep With Me, that was written probably about the same time as, um, Ocean Heart back to back. Um, and that one's a very intimate, uh, ballad. Uh, I love, it, it, that song is really cool because it shifts through different moods. It starts, it starts with like this intimate piano ballad. All of a sudden, in the middle, it cuts to like this solo piano and you're floating. You don't know where you're going. And then, then it like, crescendos like this nice pop, uh, warm finale that's all like good feelings and, and feeling, uh, feeling happy at the end. <laughs> no, that was one thing I really, I really noticed with the song Keep With Me in particular was that like, mood progression throughout the song i thought it just it made it really fun to listen to yeah i love that like uh when songs especially like the beatles their songs are maybe like two three minutes sometimes but they go through so many different shifts and moods and that's why i love because you're listening and you're like i don't know where this is going and there's a sudden change in direction that's exciting and it's memorable and you want to connect and you're like oh what song is this and you look up look this up awesome well we're gonna spin those two songs we're gonna spin them back to back together 
because we can. Um, but then, unfortunately, when we come back, we do have to wind down the show a little bit. Um, but I do have one more song to chat about. This one was one of the French songs that I found. You did it with another artist. Uh, but we'll talk about that when we come back. First, here's Desolates.
Listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. Thank you so much for tuning in to Background Noise today. I hope you had as much fun as I did. We were chatting with Eric from Montreal all about his project, The Moon and I, and his latest EP. We did talk about some other songs, not on that EP, but we did mainly focus on it. Uh, one of the other songs, the last song we'll talk about today, is the French one, which, <laughs> being in Montreal, we got to talk about that one. Uh, Boisson des Trois, I do believe. Is, did I pronounce <laughs> right. it right? <laughs> yeah, Boisson des Trois. Nice. Nailed it. I've been working harder on my Spanish than on my <laughs> French, so I was like, hope I can nail it. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Uh, you also did that song with Georgette as well, I do believe, right? Yep, correct. Cool. Tell me about that song and uh, doing it with her as well. Yeah, that song was written at a SOCAN a song camp, actually. So it was a three-day thing. Um, every day we had a different team, a uh, team of three, of like, uh, two artists and a producer. And we had one day to make a song every day. Uh, and sometimes they would give us a challenge um, or a theme for the song. So for this one was written on day two, uh, written by me. Georgette and JC, the producer on the track as well. Uh, and for that, they, the, um, the person in charge of the workshop, uh, Sarah Dandan of uh, Socan, Quebec, she gave uh, me the challenge of like writing in French and making something more pop and fun and happy, which is, you know, like not usually my comfort zone because I'm like moody, dark music. Uh, thankfully, you know, had awesome coworkers, uh, sorry, co- colleagues and collaborators. Um, and so that song came about, uh, Besoin de Toi. It's the first time I wrote in French and sang in French. And also the first time that song got onto uh, CBC Radio, like in Montreal. So super proud of that one. Nice. Good job. Congratulations for getting on CBC. That is awesome. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, you did have a music video with that one as well, too, which I thought was just like a really simple music video, but a really cool one. It was just you two playing your instruments by like a lake or a river, I couldn't really tell. Beautiful, why don't you tell me a bit about that music video quick? Yeah, uh, the song itself is quite short. I think it's like two minutes something or maybe three minutes. So I'm like, let's keep it simple. Uh, it's a fun vibe song. People just wanna see us vibe and have fun in, the, in a nice environment. So I pitched the idea to Georgette. Um, I found one who, um, the, the video maker for it. And uh, we got to this park uh, this very beautiful park in Montreal, René um, Lévesque, I believe it's called. It's kind of isolated. Uh, not a lot of people know about it, but it's like this very long strip of of land surrounded by by the river. 
water. So we got there around you know sunrise, um, four or five a.m. Everyone's tired. <laughs> Everyone's kind of sleepy, but you know you got that small window of daylight. So you go in, you shoot, and yeah, we just had fun with it. Awesome. Well, we'll play that one right away. That'll finish us off. Uh, but before we go, is there anything we should be keeping an eye out on you from? Yeah, definitely check out the Ocean Heart uh, music video just released. Uh, like you said, it's kind of like the cinematic experience. It tells the story of a couple through time and space. It's kind of abstract, and there's like these uh, surreal images, and along with like intimate relationship moments. Uh, you can find that on my YouTube. Uh, next up, I'm preparing for live shows, so uh, keep an eye on that uh, for 2024. And wait to. To connect with people live, you know, and, and, and play my music. Awesome. Well, we will definitely be keeping an eye out for that. I will, of course, link everything in the bio, make it easier for the listeners to find you. Thank you so much, Eric, for chatting with me, sharing the stories about your songs. It was so much fun. It was so good to meet you. This is Boisson de Toi. That's all I got for today, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in to Background Noise. I had a blast. And hey, you know what? If you're a Canadian musician as well and you're thinking, I want to be on the show, just click the link in our Instagram bio at Background Noise the Show and we'll try to set something up.